And this is Two Girls, two girls 1D. 1D. Okay, yeah. It sounded on on my end, which means that I know that it was off on your it end. It was off on my end. It kind of, yeah. I will say at the end of it, sounded more in sync than the beginning, but... Okay. That was kind of the same for me. Maybe, maybe the universe was on our side. Maybe this is, like, for the first time, super... Our internet is both really good. I was going to say, that would be random, because I'm functioning on no internet right now, because I'm in Missouri. (laughs) Lauren's on a farm. I am. Tell listener more. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. So, for those who don't know, listener, um, my paternal side of my family owns and operates a farm out in Missouri, um, Macon, Missouri. So, um... Primarily soybean and wheat and corn. We used to do cattle. Um, okay. But so very vegan girl vibes. Yeah, now it is because we no longer sell cattle anymore. Um, what do you guys do with the soy? Like, do you straight up just sell the beans? Yeah, I guess. Well, it's interesting right now because you can't see any of the soy because we're growing barley on top of it. My uh, grandpa's really worried about climate change. As we all are, but, like, I guess for a farmer, it is pretty, um, looming and scary, and, um, you can't really ignore it. (laughs) So, by growing barley on top of our soy, it, like, adds nutrients naturally and protects the soybeans, so you don't have to use as much chemical, whatever. I don't know. I I only get a window into the farming world, but, yeah, we just, like, I guess they, they... take those soybeans and then sell them and then we make money wow do you guys eat a lot of like soy when you're there never like, are you guys constantly <laughs> eating beans really have you no. ever had the soybeans though no that's such a weird thing for you to ask and a weirder thing for me to answer no we've never eaten okay. our own soybeans i have no idea i can ask my grandpa tonight oh my god that's not a weird thing for me to ask i'd be that's no the first you're thing right it's a it's a weird thing for you to ask because it's making me reconsider my past I can't believe you never. Ha- well, where do the soybeans go? Like, who are the- who buys them? You're asking questions I've never dared to ask. <laughs> I have no idea. You just trusted the process. Yeah, I was just like they ended up where they were meant to be. <laughs> anybody who wants soybeans will get these soybeans. Is what I've always figured. Um, we've yeah. never even eaten the corn, which seems to be even more easily accessible and desirable to eat. But no, we've never had any of our crops, or at least I haven't. Um, are soybeans something I feel like people don't just eat like soybeans though I feel like you eat tofu do you eat soybeans or is edamame soybeans yes uh, edamame isn't like the Asian soybean and actually my grandpa tried to grow edamame specifically at some point in like a small acre um and it did not work because um the climate is very different here Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, it is crazy how temperamental plants are. Like, they're so specific about geographic location and weather. That's why farming is so scary. Like, your whole livelihood is dependent on the weather. Something so Mm. freaking random. Maybe, like, I know that your uh, grandpa, you said, Mm -hmm. is scared of climate change. But maybe that will just... um, raise like new breeds of crops like maybe in five years we'll have a new kind of vegetable that was never growable before like scary hybrids like a tomato and a radish yeah or like everything will come out super like dried up and flavorful oh that would actually be nice i hope so for my grandpa's sake every time i'm here i'm like you know what i could be a farmer like this seems like such a good backup plan hypothetically because i will inherit land and I could just move out here. That's so cool. I know, but I don't I'm think... Sure. I could see you on a farm, though. You could definitely pull it off. I think like, I could, Not too. many could. I really like That's it out so here. Exciting. Sophie and I were talking yeah. before the episode, because Sophie asked me if I've only been eating fried foods all week, because, um, to listener, I've not mm. pooped in, like, three days. Except for this morning, I finally pooped, because I've been eating a lot of dairy, and I typically don't eat that much dairy on a day-to-day. See, I have to say that strikes me, because, like... Usually dairy, I think, encourages pooping among many. Oh my god, no, it constipates. But you find it to be a, have the opposite effect no. on you. Interesting. Sophie, it historically constipates. Have you never heard of this? Really? Dairy, especially cheese, constipates. What? Because yes. I think of like lactose intolerance and those girlies are always pooping and farting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe for them. And so I just assume it's the same for most. I don't know. I think I fucked up my relationship with dairy because I'm not lactose intolerant, but um, I try not to eat dairy because it's not fashionable right now. Um, 
specifically with milk, but also kind of cheese. I still eat cheese, of course, because I love it and I couldn't give it mm. up. And that's primarily the reason why I can't go vegan is because vegan cheese is bad. And we've talked about mm-hmm. this before. Um, it is bad. But I don't eat dairy as um, normally as somebody who can eat dairy should. And so now my stomach is mad at me. But to get around eating like the very decadent Midwestern um, food that my grandma keeps preparing for us. I've been, there's one Midwestern delicacy that I um, think is the lightest, and I think it's pretty good, but it sounds gross. It's a slice of tomato, because there are really good tomatoes here, and then I put cottage cheese on it, Mm. and then I put pepper on it, and that's just how I eat it. And that's, like, all I've been eating this week. That's probably adding to the the constipation um, of my life right now. (laughs) Repeat, it's bread? No, it's no bread. Wait, okay, start over it's from a, the beginning. It's I very simple. Um, it's a slice of tomato, typically thick. Okay. Sometimes I'll put a little salt on the top. Uh-huh. Then cottage cheese, loaded up, absolutely thick. Nice. Pepper. Done. That's it? That's it. Probably you've been eating more than that. <laughs> I mean, I have been, but, like, I'll eat, like, three of those for lunch. <laughs> nice. Um, wow, interesting. It sounds really gross, but um, my boyfriend David, who is here loves it in his I actually think I would like it too I used to be a cottage cheese girl back in the day did you ever eat those like cottage cheese things with the fruit in it I okay I don't like when people try to I see cottage cheese for me is solely savory and I don't like when people try to make it sweet that is gross to me I can I could rock with like the cottage cheese fruit things but I think I was also a cottage cheese purist growing up Mm. um but I really love like cream cheese and jelly and I feel like that kind of um comes from the same family of cheesy like sugary fruity um I see combinations I get I get where you're coming from and yeah and I think that's what inspired me to try the cottage cheese ones but they were never as good well I'll make you try tomato and cottage cheese if I when I see you in person um I'll, I'll cook it for you yeah, I'll probably refuse due to veganism, but... Oh, I'll I forgot. You Do you think I can make a vegan cottage cheese? Um, it wouldn't be good. No. But you could try. I feel like it would have to incorporate, like, tofu. It would like, have I feel to. like maybe, like, a crumbled... Like, almost like the tofu ricotta we made. I feel like that's kind of close but to there needs, cheese. But there needs to be a wet element, and that's where I'm worried. <laughs> it has to be wet? Why? Cottage cheese is wet. Oh, but the ricotta's, like, gooey. I guess we could add oat milk. Yeah, oh my god, we could. That might be the closest thing. <laughs> we can try it. <laughs> I might. This entire... And then we can do what we always do and pretend that it tastes good. That's really how we got by last year whenever we made something um, bad. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember that being the case with that curry we made where the potatoes didn't Yes, that didn't was exactly cook. what came to mind, too. <laughs> uh, the burnt one? Yeah. Is that the burnt one? Yeah, it was yeah. definitively our worst meal we had made all year. We were pretty good. We also, like, went off recipe for that one because we tried to find, like... We had... We, we like, didn't have, like, curry paste or something. No, they didn't have a lot of things. So we got, like, pre-made Food Lion curry sauce. And then we got a supplemental, like, almost curry paste. Um, I don't think there was any curry paste. I think we used the sauce in lieu of a curry paste. And then we added a bunch of spices and it just, like straight up was bad no i remember we kept adding curry like powder and it just would not flavor it well because curry powder is so fundamentally different from curry paste and i think that we had the wrong expectations we had a lot of things wrong in that (laughs) i know um Um, something i'd also like to speak on this morning lauren mm -hmm. is that um kind of the elephant in the room i think to me at least and i'm shocked that it hasn't just naturally come up in conversation yet um listener i'm going viral on tiktok right now (laughs) it's huge i've been showing huge for me this is (laughs) life-changing i know i checked it out because i heard yesterday you said you i must have misheard you because you're like yeah i'm going viral i have 2500 and i was like that's pretty good but Sophie, no. Sophie meant 25,000. She has 25,000 likes on her newest video. I noticed that because you said how many likes and I said 25,000 and you were like, that's pretty good. I thought you were going to say like 2,000 and I was like, yeah, no, not that. <laughs> so I, in my head, I was like, she doesn't know what I'm saying. No. I wish you would have yeah. corrected me there, but it was fun to find out on my own after our call. Yeah, no, I'm, she's, she's viral. Um, it's been really big for me. I've had, um, uh, you know, 
just kind of this, like, new lease on life. Like, okay, um, everything I say and do has value and meaning. Mm-hmm. I have posted two TikToks since then. Both were bad. But you know what? I posted them, and that's what matters. And now, once again, as happens every summer, being this summer and last summer, <laughs> I'm now going to try yet again to go TikTok famous. Um, of course, I'm going to concentrate my energies there. And it will go poorly, inevitably, but it's something to focus on. And it's something to focus on that isn't my um, 60-hour-per-week work schedule, so (laughs) really exciting stuff. Yeah, do you want to tell a listener about your 60-hour-per-week work schedule? Oh my god, listener. (laughs) 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 It's been tough, but it's okay. Basically, I'm just working all the time at the Hilt, um... I don't know. Am I supposed to say the name? I mean, I don't really care. I'm looking at the Hilton Hotel in Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey. Come visit. And come visit. Oh, also, I meant to say at the top of the episode, but I'll say now, mid-top of the episode. Um, please, if you don't already, follow us on socials, 2 girls one Pod, and also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I haven't checked our reviews in a really long time, but I'm going to assume that we have one to three, um, and definitely not more than that. I was going to say, listener, if you write a review that we personally like and cherish and favor, then we'll read it, maybe, on the pod, and shout you out yeah. if you use your name. Incentive. That would be huge. Such incentive. I think that will work. Okay, hang on, guys. <laughs> Update. Just saying, we have, um... We have four. Reviews? Reviews, I'm so scared. The last review we got, I was bashed. No, these are all good. No, that's not true. We've never had a bad Apple. We have five stars on Apple Podcasts. I know. I'm talking about the last review we got, not Apple review. I know, I know, (laughs) I know. Don't worry. Okay, here. Ready? Yep. Um, someone said, I ended up on 1D fan TikTok because of this podcast. And really? if that isn't the sign of a successful podcast, I don't know what it is. Oh, what is. wonderful. That's actually surprising. Um, and then someone wrote, history is the only 1D song I've ever listened to, but this podcast is dope. Do we know them? And then the other two we've seen. It's Passport Guy. I don't know who that is. Um, I like that. And then we have one from Anna Campion and, um, my friend Claire, which we've read previously. True. I like that history was the only song they'd listen to. That almost seems challenging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that to one. To avoid every um, other One Direction song but history. Remarkable on their part. It's hard. Yeah, history is kind of... I like it. I mean, you know, it's a good song. <laughs> but it's just interesting that they happen to come across history of all of the One Direction songs. Agreed. I feel like it's almost hard to ignore what makes you beautiful. Exactly. Even, like, little things... And yet they persevered. Story of my life. Yeah, I guess I'm glad that they um, found their way to us. uh, us. We value. Yeah, thank you. Good for them. I am. Oh, but to return to my work week really quick. Uh, Yeah, I'm just working all the time at the. Um, It's been crazy. There was a huge fight there two Sundays ago. Wait, I want you to describe it to me because I only heard about it through your Instagram private story. (laughs) Okay, I'm happy to explain it again. If my employer is listening, ever, hopefully by the time you find this podcast, I'll have quit because I don't think I'm allowed to, like, really speak on this. Um, but again, I'm just using our eight follow our eight listener cushion, so, like, it's okay because, like, we have a very small audience. Yeah. <laughs> We're niche. Um, but basically, last Sunday, there was um, an incident at the Hilton where this large group of travelers, about 40 people all traveling together got into a personal dispute. I don't know what it was about. I don't know what happened. What I do know is that an adult punched a child. And then every single person there got involved. They were all yelling at each other. Um, The police were called. A child handed me his phone to call the police, which I immediately handed back to him because I had no idea what was going on. Um, I... No, no. Uh, The police came. There were 40... No, 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 not 40. There were, like, 12 cops. There were, like, police cars lining <laughs> entrance. They ultimately locked the doors <laughs> and stopped letting people inside. And I think someone, ooh, someone had to have been arrested. It wasn't the kind of thing that you don't get arrested for, punching a child. But, yeah, it was pretty um high energy. <clears throat> that was, like, the craziest thing to happen to me at work, definitely. But, you know, every day is a new adventure, so... (laughs) So, I have some questions, and I don't know how much details you know slash can um, reveal about the situation. Do we know anything about the child? Age? Motive? Action? Nothing. (laughs) What I do know about the child, I know the type of child that it was. 
because I was, um, I work at the snack stand, essentially, it's called the Grab and Go, you can, like, buy, like, Entenmann's cakes or whatever, and, like, bottles of orange juice for way too much money, um, the night before, this group of children who were with this party had been, um, coming over to me and repeatedly pestering me about getting free items um basically what had happened is i gave this one this one kid came over we were only accepting <laughs> falling apart i'm sorry i really shouldn't be using this hotel's name but i am um the this hotel maybe i'll beep it out or something yeah. this hotel is falling apart and we have no food service right now actually last night was the first night that we've been serving food in the last four weeks that i've been working there but um when you sign up to go to the hotel it says we have two restaurants and then when you show up they're not there so and our computers are down so we literally only can accept payment by room charge that is the only way to pay whoa Um, that is crazy mm -hmm. yeah so people would come over like with cash and then i'd be like it has to go to your room and like if they like were staying with like their sister or something like they weren't the ones who had paid for their room they like had to put the food back so this little kid came over with two dollars to get a pepsi and he was like just like one pepsi please and i saw he had cash and i was like just fucking take it like i'm not gonna charge i'm not gonna be like what's your room to this like six-year-old kid the kid takes off with the pepsi goes back to this huge group of people and starts going i got a free pepsi and all of them like he was like she gave it to me for free every single kid i can't even lie dozens of children not dozens but probably like 15 kids came over and started to be like can I have a free Pepsi? This one kid got into the fridge and started looking out at me from it. And he had his sad eyes. And his brother was like, he just wants a free Pepsi. I was like, I'm not, I literally, like, I'm not giving you guys free stuff. I, like, denied that I ever gave this first kid the free Pepsi. And, like, then all this, like, group of, like, older kids among them started to record me. Oh, my God. On their phones. And one of them came over and was like, I need a free Pepsi. I'm going to report you for poor service if you don't give me a free Pepsi while his friends were recording me. Um, and then I got nervous that I was going to go viral for being a bad, um, employee. But again, to be honest, I, like, I don't value this job that much. Like, I, everyone there is very sweet and, like, it's, like, a good enough place to work. But, um, I don't really see myself working the grab-and-go long-term, so I'm not super strung up about it. But, um, those were the kids, that was the brand of child that got punched. And I have to say I'm not that mad about it. I can understand why someone might be inclined to punch one of them. <laughs> so it all does kind of add up. <laughs> I love the idea of me scrolling through my For You page and all of a sudden I get to a TikTok where it's you refusing, like, a sea of children free Pepsis. Oh my god, it was horrible. They were just so much. And then the next day, everyone in their group kept asking me for cups. They would be like, can I just have a cup? And we have these, like, really nice, like, Starbucks cups. Like, they're heavy-duty. Like, they're the kind of cups that cost money to purchase. But, like, at first I was like, sure, like, you can have a cup. But then they would come over and be like, can I have eight cups? And they did it. Like, I, they probably accrued for me personally, before I cut them off, 30 cups. Like, they kept asking for cups. It was so crazy. I don't know what they were doing with them. It just felt wrong. I don't know. It, like, it felt like they were doing something messed up. I don't know what. They were all really mean before the fight even started. They had just, like, been repeatedly mean to me um, and other employees throughout the duration of their stay. And to be honest, we deserved it. Again, our hotel is a piece of shit. But um, no. I personally didn't want to have to face that uh, no. criticism. No, I don't think you deserve that at all. Just because your hotel is a piece of shit doesn't mean that the workers deserve it. It's not your fault. You have no Thank control. You. That's so shitty. Well, this family sounds monstrous. <laughs> What's good about it all is that I could, um, whenever people are angry at this hotel, I can just pretend that it has nothing to do with me. Like, it's very easy for them to be like, guys, like, what's going on? Like, ho- like housekeeping hasn't come in five days. And I'm like, sorry, I have nothing to do with that. <sighs> but people sometimes just don't seem to understand that, like, I don't know everything. And that's okay. Like, I just, like, I've detached myself from it. Um entirely and so it's fine it's like perhaps emotionally draining but it's doable and that's what matters I suppose in some ways I I'm happy that you're making money but I'm gonna be really happy when you quit this job I would have to agree I would really really have to agree with that and like who knows maybe my quitting will be imminent or maybe it won't be I guess we'll find out we're manifesting Um, imminent though right listener
Thanks, listener, <laughs> for your response. Yeah. Um, but I guess we can... You want to get into the meat of the app? Get into our episode? Yeah. Lauren, would you like to lay, yeah. lay out for the listener what's happening I'll today? introduce our concept. I must give credit where credit is due because David did come up with this concept um, hmm. months ago. And when we were thinking about an episode to do, I was like, it's going to be July, so we might as well do it. This is our Christmas in July episode. Um, I know, huge! It's July, um, so the title of this episode is It's a 1D Full Life. <laughs> like the movie, It's a Wonderful yeah. Life, um, as you know, listener. And we will be discussing what it would look like if One Direction never existed. Um, mm. And we can get into the knit and grit of exactly what we mean by that. Um, but that is the general concept of our discussion for today. And again, this is like a uh, light researched, mostly conversational duo app similar to our TikTok um, conversation. So follow us along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> You're so right about that. I. I don't even know where to get into it because they've just been so important. There's so many things that we owe to One Direction. Like, How do we even... I did try to do like light research for this and it was harder than I expected because mm. it seems like people will write think piece articles about their influence, but it's very um, general. Um, mm. And I really wanted to like look into like specific like butterfly effect, like what if One Direction never existed, what would have happened? And so I googled One Direction Butterfly Effect only to find out that that is a huge fanfiction about Harry Styles. Um, oh, cute. Yeah, so no results other than the fanfiction. Um, it is, you're right, because it is very topical right now because this has been a TikTok trend, like the butterfly effect That's what all. I was thinking. Yeah, so we're really looping it back in. I mean, I guess off the top of my head, if I'm just to think of like things that I think we can attribute entirely to One Direction... I'm just going to start arbitrarily and say Haler is because of One Direction. Yeah. And what and Haler led to to style by Taylor Swift. Mm. And I'm sure that we can even like trace more things back to Haler as well. There are definitely other like, songs I believe that I've discovered on TikTok that were written with Harry Styles maybe in mind, but again that is of course if you believe that their relationship was real and not a fabricated publicity stunt mm. like I personally okay. do. Well, but I think that they still caused the songs, whether or not it was a real... Oh, yeah, no, like, Harry you know Styles' I mean? vague personhood definitely was the foundation for the song style. Whether or not they ever had some sort of love affair, like, you could look at Harry Styles not knowing anything about him, really, except for his appearance and write the song style. <laughs> yes, this is true, this is true. Well, I have to... Okay, so I think that there's no way for us to approach this real topic from, like, a, any sort of logical... <laughs> or um, well-laid-out argument or standpoint. However, I do think that there's things that we can discuss, and I'm actually going to come in by saying, like, let's just say Harry Styles alone. Like, if we lost... If One Direction hadn't happened, would Harry Styles be Harry Styles? I think he would be famous because he's Harry Styles. I don't know if he'd be Harry Styles, but this leads me to my question, which is, do you think that Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis would have gotten divorced if One Direction <gasps> had never gotten famous? Oh, my God. <laughs> And then I can even ask the question, oh, okay, that's a great butterfly effect. Because I wish I knew more about their marriage for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. specifically, did they get divorced over Harry Styles? Which I could see universe being, like, that being the case. I think it is. I At first I wasn't convinced, but the more Olivia and Harry sightings that we have, the more I believe that they are divorced because of Harry Styles. And I think that their marriage could have had issues, but I feel as though Harry Styles was the catalyst leading mm -hmm. to the divorce. I don't think they would be divorced yet. I think in a world without Harry Styles entirely, then I think they would be divorced in two years. Yeah, or maybe they would have tried couples therapy, and like maybe it would have worked, because there was no catalyst, maybe after the shooting of this movie. Um, and I guess, do you think Ted... Okay, I have a theory that Ted Lasso was heavily influenced... And cathartic for Jason Sudeikis during the divorce, or during the well, pre-collapse. But divorce? I'm sure they had issues. I feel like mm. it just feels so like on the nose. They're like 
he's in a different location doing his thing for work. They're having issues. They're both really distanced with each other. Um, Mm. He's the one that's like, hey, please, no, I really love you. She's the one that's really icy. Um, and then I haven't finished I haven't the show. I have Ted Lasso, so I don't know what you're talking about, but I... It feels I very mirrored to me. Would we have I Ted Lasso? I, without- I definitely... I think we would have Ted Lasso <laughs> without wondering. <laughs> I gotta say, that one might be a little too far for me. <laughs> I think that Olivia... I don't know. I don't even know if couples therapy would help, because they could have been doing couples therapy for 10 years. Because they're Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. They did not want to get divorced. They're, like, the couple. I'm sure that... It had to be a, another person that came in and, like, made something snap, I think. And it happened to be Harry Styles. I think that if Harry Styles didn't exist, it would have happened in two years. And instead of Harry Styles, it would have been... Who? Instead of Harry Styles, who would it have been? I know. I was going to, like, come up with something fast, and then I realized that's too big of a question. I'm going to be, like, improving it. Um, not Barack Obama. Don't know why I Whoa, thought about that at all. Whoa, <laughs> but wouldn't it be crazy if it was? Do you think there's, like, any world where that would happen, where, like, Barack Obama would divorce Michelle to marry some, like, celebrity? I actually could see that happening. That would be so sad, though. I actually would hate that. It would that. be sad. It would make me feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal I with know. that. Do you, I, well, then that begs the question, who would... Barack Obama divorced Michelle for. Ooh, I could actually... Hmm. I feel like it would be, like, um... I don't want to... I, I do kind of, like, my heart almost goes towards, like, an Angelina Jolie. I know that's kind of Really? I was thinking... Well, she's, like, an activist, and I could see them, like, connecting over that. I was thinking older. Maybe this is too old, but I could... I would raise Jane Fonda. <laughs> she's too old. But that could be hot. And she's too political. Yeah, she's almost like she's. Like, she's opinions. I think you're right. I think she's too left for Barack. Yeah, she's way too left for Barack. <laughs> or maybe it would be like a Chrissy Teigen. I know that. Ooh, Chrissy Teigen that would John be. Legend, but that brand of like woman is the kind that I maybe. Oh, what about Anne Hathaway? <laughs> I was. Oh my god! I had a dream last night with Anne Hathaway. I'm just now remembering. Ooh. No joke, and I was like, wow, Anne Hathaway's great. Wait, so that must be the right answer then. I think it has to be. That's the reason I had my dream with Anne Hathaway last night. I totally would never have remembered that, Sophie. That would have been buried so deep in my subconscious that I would have never thought about my dream with Anne Hathaway if you had not said something. Then the universe literally, like, wanted us to bring this answer to the table, and I'm thinking now if this ever happens, first of all, we should be made millionaires. We should become, um... The princesses of the White House and just be allowed to hang out there with Anne and Barack, who will both no longer be holding any sort of office, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but I guess to get back to the Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis, I think if it wasn't Harry Styles um, that made them divorce, I don't know, I almost want to say Chris Pratt, but I know that he's like very conservative, so I know that that doesn't really track, but that's the kind of energy that I'm like... What about... Because it has to be... Oh, what about, like, Bo Burnham? Oh, he is the moment. <laughs> He's the moment. He also, to me, has a Jason... They're both... Jason Sudeikis and Bo Burnham are both on my husband's list. I know they are, but I like Bo Burnham with his girlfriend. And that make me sad if they ended things. Bo Burnham's mm-hmm. girlfriend... But this is years down the line. Sure. Is... So maybe they have a natural and mutual breakup where they both are happy afterwards. And then... And then he breaks up Jason Sudeikis. Well, maybe it's too timely. But again, Olivia Wilde and John Mulaney, whose divorces both um, mirrored each other. Yeah, that one could work. Also, the Olivia of it all. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I could see that one. Um, More than Bo Burnham, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, What are other, like... Well, influential celebrity moments that have come out of like what about that one Ed Sheeran song that he wrote about Niall Horan sleeping with Ellie Goulding oh yeah that song wouldn't but here's the thing that song wouldn't <laughs> exist but every other Ed Sheeran song would take its place they're all the same I know. it wouldn't be much of a loss to the cultural lexicon oh have you seen the music video I was just about to bring up um I was like I think we need to talk about 
Ed Sheeran and his new set of atrocities that he's unleashed into the world since I our know. last episode. I almost feel embarrassed. I know. Um, because it's so bad. I know. It's really bad, because at first I saw the video, and for listener who doesn't know, first of all, find it, watch <laughs> it, view it. Not for any sort of pleasurable or positive experience, but just kind of because it's unfair that Lauren and I should be going through this without your continued support and um, experience. Yeah, we need you to suffer with us. Um, essentially what has happened, Ed Sheeran has released this video, and if you're watching on Twitter, it doesn't you don't hear the sound right away, you have to click on it to hear the sound. <laughs> So when you're watching it on silent, what it looks like, um, it has like the orange teal editing. It's Ed Sheeran in Joker makeup um, doing like creepy dances in like a stony, like I want to say like abandoned plaza, but it just looks more like a closed plaza with like lots of cement and like brick. Um, it's just kind of like a dark energy. If you've seen the movie Nerve, it's kind of giving me nerve. Ooh, that's a great um, comparison. Thank you, thank you. But the, there's more orange teal, so it's it looks a little bit more like it's trying to do an Oscars thing. And he has glitter on his face, but, like, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, I think, is wearing vampire teeth, which is crazy. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so that's in itself. And everyone's, like, there's dozens of people in the background doing crazy dances. Like, they're doing flips and stuff. Like, very parkour girl <laughs> vibes. What this shows me, like, it looks crazy. Here's where the problem arises. I mean, it, there's already a big problem with this for, like, <laughs> lots of reasons, but it gets to be, like, glaring when you open the video and you finally listen to the music that's playing because it is like every other Ed Sheeran song, and there is nothing at all to warrant the insane vibe that this video has gone with because it's yet another acoustic, casual song that he's, like, made out to seem as though it'll be something crazy or unhinged like it literally sounds like every other Ed Sheeran song not shocking it shouldn't be shocking and yet somehow he made it he made it a surprise crazy that's my that's my uh take on the situation what are your thoughts so I have the exact same feelings about the music video although I um counter you with the fact that I think this song sounds nothing like any Ed Sheeran song. I think it is the most generic song in the world. And if you made me listen to it, I did not... It doesn't even sound like his voice to me. I think it sounds so Ooh. remarkably desperate. <laughs> I guess I should say it just sounds like not the kind of song that would have this music yes. video. Like he's like, this is Joker era. And then it's like the most boring song of all time. It sounds like a bad weekend song to me. I don't even remember what it sounds like, and that says enough. Yeah, that's (laughs) just... I just, it has, like, you know what? I'm not going to describe it, because I'm going to describe it inaccurately, because I don't remember what it sounds like. I was just like, this is weird, and it made me, like, uncomfortable. Um, I got a little squirmy in my seat, um, and I wanted to turn it off. It's a bad song, and I hope I never have to listen to it again. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. And I think that we can exist comfortably knowing that we never will be made to listen to it, most likely. Hopefully. Um, I suppose that the radio could throw us for a loop because she's always doing weird things and just picking up the songs that she's supposed to, but I do think that the cultural energy towards it is negative enough that there's a world where neither of us will ever hear this song again. Do you think that this song would exist if One Direction ever existed? Butterfly Effect. Um, hmm, yes. I want to say yes, but I also do think that One Direction gave Ed Sheeran a platform that he never should have or would have had otherwise. I know. So part of me so thinks, maybe not. yeah, maybe his career would have floundered by One Direction. I actually think his career would have been way better. He just wouldn't be so popular. Like, he would have had, a, I think he would be really, like, without One Direction, if he hadn't become, like, a mainstream pop moment i think he would be getting a little bit more experimental within the like niche that he has oh my god again ed sheeran has talents i think that there's i loved ed sheeran's first album i think many people did and i think he would have continued to develop that skill set rather than like expanding it and just doing it again 50 times and then somehow like adding techno beats and getting it on like z100 or whatever um radio station is in your area (laughs) so you're telling me if one direction never existed ed sheeran would have never rapped I think, no, Ed Sheeran has been rapping. He's been <laughs> rapping since, he's been rapping since his first album. Um, it's just that he never would have, um, it was always, like, acoustic raps, and then he started to add, like, well-produced beats to the back, which 
made his rapping obviously even more terrible. Um, and I think that that never would have happened. I think that he never would have, like, it would have been, like, his take on rapping and it never would have become what it has become, which is, like, real rapping that he believes is, like, good, if that makes sense. Uh, I'm so happy that One Direction exists, but what a world that would be. (laughs) I think that he would be, like, almost like a Phoebe Bridgers energy where people would kind of feel, like, cool for listening to him. Wow, that is, like, an insane universe to think of. Like, I guess that's kind of what it was at the beginning. I mean, I was 12, but I did feel cool. How different... Yeah, we were little, but, like, how different is his music really from, like, a Phoebe Bridgers? I know that she's, like, better, but, like... (laughs) I don't know. I think that there's a version of him that could be that genre. Um, I could definitely, yeah, no. I see um, that and I agree. That kind of makes me sad. I feel like he lost his way. Not because of One Direction, but they definitely probably played a hand. But he's richer than he ever would have been. You're right. He was, And more people know him. And in the movie so in yesterday, he was the best artist of all time, I think they wow. set out. Yeah, he got to be um, in, like, an episode of Game of Thrones. That's huge. Oh, he did. Yeah, he does have, like, a weird little uh, TV movie um, filmography. Yeah. And I think that that's very important, and I think that it's kind of part of what makes Ed Sheeran Sheeran. I I feel like he's happy enough. (laughs) I don't think he can be that happy because he's Ed Sheeran, but I think that he's, like, doing fine, and I think that... So I think it's okay that One Direction existed for him. I agree. Although there's like a version that we would have version of him that we would have liked more if it hadn't. But that's fine. I can sacrifice ha- like liking Ed Sheeran as a true indie artist. We got mm. um, what makes you beautiful, and that's worth it in the end. Yeah, let's talk. Um, let's talk Gigi Hadid. By the way. Oh wow! Do you think that she and Zayn would have? Well, the thing is, Zayn's interesting for me because I really struggle with seeing him in any sort of like celebrity role or like doing anything like that garners that much attention without Mm -hmm. like the x factor like okay i have to ask really quick to define our parameters for one direction never existing so is this the band itself never existed did they all audition and then they just like got out when they got out instead of being formed into like one direction or is this like they because I think in that case, if they auditioned and they got through the first round, that's when Harry Styles would have actually, I think that would have provided him the platform to get famous, just off of those two rounds. I think he's the only one, but I think he would have done it. Um, or are we talking that the members of One Direction never existed? I'm gonna say, no, yeah. I'm gonna say that, like, the band itself never existed, but the boys are still out okay. there. They're still doing their thing. Okay. I don't think any of them would be famous then except for Harry Styles, who I think would have, yeah, used the attention he got from the X Factor to, like, really pursue fame, and I think it would have worked for him. Um, He is the only one that I think would have successfully gotten famous on his own accord. Yeah. But... I think Liam would have pursued it continuously. I think Liam would be one of those guys who you see, you come across on Twitter on occasion who has a fedora in their profile picture... And 10,000 followers, but you've never heard of them. And then their tweets are all, like, tweets as though it's still 2007. Like, it's, like, <laughs> like they, don't, they don't get Twitter culture, so they're just tweeting, like, new song out now, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag top 50, hashtag, hashtag music. Yep. And then it's, like, a picture of their album cover. I think that would be Liam. Oh, absolutely. He would be, like, a local musician, and he would play, like, yeah. bars and stuff. Um, and he would always have mm-hmm. CDs. Like, a little corner where you could buy yeah, his CDs. Yeah, he would definitely have CDs. You're so right about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zane would be, like, normal. I feel like he'd just be, like, a hot guy. The only thing way. I could see him stumbling into is, like, he definitely seems like somebody who could be scouted for modeling on the street. Like, somebody looks at him and they're like, that guy could model. he would do that, though. I guess maybe if he sign up for X Factor. I know, that's what I'm thinking. Know, he doesn't... He doesn't have that, like, high fashion look, so I actually don't know if I see I him street I almost disagree. I think he does have a high fashion really? look. He has such distinct and sharp features. Interesting. I think he's, like, a very attractive person, but I don't know. He would definitely be hot, no matter what. He's... Niall? Sorry. I, Niall I would be back. so happy just being a guy. <laughs> like, just being yeah, a regular. I he would be so Irish and so normal. Like, he would be going to soccer games... And, like, I feel like he would, like, coach, like, a child's 
um, like, t-ball tea. Yeah, I feel like by now Niall would be a father, um, and he'd be, like, mm-hmm. a great dad. He would love his wife. I could. He s- would always go to the pub on Thursdays. Yes! They do in Ireland, yeah. And he would just, like, I think Niall would be content with the little things. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Louis. I don't think it's possible for Louis to be happy, period, in any context. Yeah, because no matter what, we know that at this point, fame or no fame, Louis going to go through tragedy. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Louis's life has sucked. I, he had no money to, like, while his whole life was, like, falling apart, he would be very upset. I'm sure he's already, like, he's, going I mean, yeah, it. I've listened to his music. He's sad. Um, but that begs the question, do you think? Because I feel like his music was a huge, like, form of catharsis for him. Would he still mm-hmm. seek out that sort of creative catharsis with or without One Direction? I think Louis, I think Louis actually might have pursued a career in music, even without the X Factor. I think he always, like, what seems to me to be the case, because he seems to be, like, a producer slash, like, a feature artist, mm-hmm. I feel like I could see him going into, like, music production more. Like, I think that he, like, yeah. like, that's well, what he, he naturally like gravitated. Now, yeah. He? So I could see yeah. him being, like, an EDM producer. Um, yeah. Maybe less, like, in the spotlight without One Direction, but I could see him still gravitating mm-hmm. towards music. Interesting. Okay. I would agree with that. I, but back to Gigi Hadid. Of course. I, I, so I don't think without One Direction they ever would have connected at all. Definitely not. I don't think so either. Um, And so she probably wouldn't be pregnant. No. Or have had a child. I don't think so either. I don't know if there's anything really important that's come of that, except that she's been, like, out of the public spotlight for a little bit. I mean, maybe if she had been in the public spotlight instead, she would have, like, dated Machine Gun Kelly instead of uh, Megan Fox. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm good. But that's just a guess. Yeah, I'm good being spared that universe. (laughs) Yeah. I know so little about Machine Gun Kelly, and um, I'm fine with that. Is there any way that this... Oh, Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. You know all you need to know by seeing him once. Yeah. Like, he just fits that exact... He's exactly how he looks. That's what I know about him. <laughs> Nothing more. Just like Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to seek out information. Oh, yeah. And that's, again, correct. Um, What... Is there any way that One Direction's lack of existence would have touched the Kardashians? Have the One Direction boys really interact with the kardashians that much i feel like they well, harry and kendall dated oh yeah they did which was random i think that might have happened anyway i really do think harry styles would have gotten famous um yeah i think he would have been on the x factor for that one season and then i think he would have uh somehow gotten picked up by some i was about to say agency i almost feel like harry styles would still be Exactly as he is. Pop superstar Harry Styles. But I know that that affects our Jason Sudeikis Olivia Wilde theory. I don't know if he'd be as famous, but I think he would be, like, dating models. Yeah. And, like, releasing rock music. I was about to say, I think he'd be more niche and his music would be less... Like, his music isn't poppy right now, but it would be, like, a little less accessible, maybe. Or it would be more within Mm. a certain genre that it's not right now. Like, maybe he'd lean harder into, like indie rock like I could almost see him going like a modernized arctic monkeys route like a little more experimental than that but like yeah less pop influence because I think he got a lot of that from his time in one direction the only thing is that I can see like I think that he wouldn't get too alt because I think at his core he is like a superstar and so I don't see him like pursuing a niche or like indie market because I think that he wanted to be famous and I think he's like best at being famous so I kind of maybe see him doing something poppy. Like, almost maybe even more poppy. Because at this point, he has to fight his way into maybe. the public lexicon. Whereas, like, One Direction handed it to him. Yeah, it definitely felt like his debut album was, like, breaking free of having been controlled by his management in terms of what he could pursue sonically. Like, it mm-hmm. felt like, I've done pop for five years, now I can do this, like, rock music that I'm more engaged in. Yeah. Whereas he, like... In this universe, he would have never experienced or explored any genre. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. I almost want to, like, and this is going to be a reach. It's kind of, like, a hard thing to connect. But I almost want to pitch him as, like, kind of a Bruno Marsy figure hmm. in terms of... But not Bruno Mars, because they would never have the same kind of music. But that sort of, like, 
independent rise to fame. Oh, no, I can I see no very different. I can see where you're going if you just shift the genre. Like he's not doing mm-hmm. a Bruno Mars like R and B pop, but his like first projects no. were a little bit poppier, and then he started leaning into like kind of like genre bending throwback music like it was very much like Mm -hmm. homage style music i could see him having a similar trajectory where his first couple albums are poppier but they're like interesting and fun and people like notice him and they're like he's a good songwriter and then as he gets more confident and he gets more experienced he starts leaning into like genre homages and like more experimental stuff yeah Slay. I agree. Oh my god, we're so good at this. I know. We are good at this. We're literally geniuses. Sorry. And the best part is that there's no right answer, so no, no one will ever be able to fact check us because we're just right. No, um, I think so too. I do wish that listeners can engage in our conversation because I feel like there are a lot of ideas to be had, but I think that I ours know. might not be the best right now. There's a lot of like, well, what would Dunkirk be without Harry Styles? Do you think it just would have been Dunkirk? It literally would have had another yeah. person in that role. Dunkirk would have just been Dunkirk. <laughs> there would have been Dunkirk no difference. Been there wouldn't have been that iCarly episode with One Direction. That is but a shame. iCarly definitely would have been the same. Yeah. I don't think that would have affected that much either. Um, I'm trying to think of things that aren't directly tied to like their relationships, but I feel like that's a big. Well, we could, famous, I think one of the big ones that we're missing, Five Seconds of Summer, who famously opened for One Direction on their Take Me Home tour, and that's how they got really big. They were already, Mm. I had to look into this, because this was the only one that I could be like, this could be like a direct butterfly effect, because they were a band, but they weren't a band until 2011, a year after One Direction. So they most likely maybe were influenced, I don't know, I don't know how poppy, I know bare minimum facts about Five Seconds of Summer, I must admit. Listener. Me too. I know almost nothing. I know that girls liked them. I know that girls that I went to camp with liked them. I respect them. And the music that I've heard from Five Seconds of Summer, I really enjoy. And I think that they are attractive. Mm-hmm. And that's huge for them. I think, like, all of them are attractive, too, which is hard for a boy band. Okay, I have to disagree with you there. I think, in fact, almost all of them are unattractive. Oh, they're pretty, like, I disagree. sloppy looking. I know, but they're, like, hot sloppy to me. Ugh. They're, like, they look like they walked into a Hot Topic once three years ago and have spent every second since trying to emanate that energy. I'm um, a, I, but also, I haven't seen them in years, so maybe I'm just thinking of the 2011 versions of them. Nope, I stand by it. I'm looking at pictures of them now. I stand by what I just said. They're not hot. They also all have the same face, every single one of them. I think they're hot. Five seconds mm-hmm. of summer fans, I stand with you. They're literally all so pale. Like, they, like, have invented... They're so pale. Their skin is, like, a shade of white that I've never seen on a human being That might just be the way that the pictures are edited. There are a lot of, uh... Every single one. Emo fan edits. Some of them are hot. If I saw these people in real life, I would think that most of them were attractive, but I just can't look at them and be like, oh, these are, like, hot men, especially standing next to each other. I feel like usually cheerleader effect makes people look better, but something about them standing in the same space actually makes them all look worse to me. (laughs) I could kind of see where you're coming from. Individual energy. But I think individually they are all hot. And then maybe collectively they're styled weird. (laughs) There's nothing that's not gelling. But I asked the question if One Direction never existed, we've established that the the world was craving a boy band to really sink their claws into. Would Five Seconds of Summer, who only came to prominence a year after One Direction, would they have taken their spot? Would it have been Five Seconds of oh, Summer takeover? No. Uh-uh. I actually think that they would have instead. That's a good That's a good question. I don't think so. I wonder if Big Time Rush would have gotten bigger. Like, I almost feel like as something with that platform, if One Direction hadn't existed, would they have been able to take up the place in the culture that they were, like, created to take up? I don't know. I think that Five Seconds of Summer would have actually had, like, kind of like a Janoskian's arc. Where I know that they're, like, a YouTuber's and not a band. You know them? I don't. You're you're pulling too niche for me. Well, they just, like, had this really... It's, like, this YouTube brothers. One of them dated Ariana Grande. um, And they, like, had niche followers who, like, loved them and, like, really tried to get them to, like, be the next big thing. But they never, they never really, like, made it. They also were, they were a YouTube comedy group. So, like, how big could a YouTube comedy group really get? Anyway, eventually they fell off. And I see Five Seconds of Summer having that same arc where they have, like, a really strong niche follower base. 
but um, not any sort of, like, not the numbers or the power to really become a part of the cultural lexicon. I think One Direction made them be Five Seconds of Summer, and I don't think they would have gotten there without One Direction. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard for me because they came after One Direction, so I cannot speak to how influenced they were, but they did get, like, signed to open for one of their biggest tours really early on. So mm-hmm. maybe they reached out, maybe they were under similar production labels. Um, I don't know. The thing about Big Time Rush is I loved them. I still love them, but it's definitely from a place of nostalgia because their songs objectively kind of suck and they're, like, too old for their songs to be as poppy as yeah. they were. Like, they were totally. writing, like, like first like album one direction level songs but like much older whereas i think fa- f what is it five sauce five sauce yeah. has like i think a stronger musical component to them and that pushes my theory that they would be bigger than they are now not probably as big as one direction but who's to say but i don't think they would be in my personal opinion but i think they might be bigger than they are right now without one direction were there other, like, boy bands of that era that could have taken their spot? I mean, maybe... I just don't know if it would have been Five Seconds of Summer. Maybe... They were too alt from the get-go. Like, not alt, but, like, they were never as, like, generic as One Direction was. Good point. And so I think it would have been hard for them to be the same, um, kind of popular. I wonder if BTS would have infiltrated the U.S. earlier without One Direction. I don't know. I think that BTS, I think that there's, like... Like, a lot of, like, xenophobia and, like, yeah. I think it would be harder for, like, really young women to connect with BTS. Um, because, like, you have to really be, like, because they don't, I mean, I guess they, like, kind of speak English, some of them. But, like, they're not creating content, for the most part, ex- for English-speaking audiences explicitly. And I think, like, girls who are, like, 10, 11, I think it's harder for them to connect with that. Um there's, like, you have to, like, do a lot of research in order to, like, understand BTS. That's true. Their <laughs> army just, like, is a lot of work. vast. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the Wanted would have had a moment. <laughs> they were too old. They I were know too they old. were, and they were not that good. No, no. <laughs> Maybe it would have just been, like, a whole new band that we haven't even... It likely would have been. Yeah, like, it would have been some rise to fame that never happened at all. And maybe we would have made a podcast about them. Oh, wow. Wow. oh yeah we haven't even discussed our own podcast where would we be i mean we'd still be would we have graduated without those three credits would we have taken regular classes instead of our one direction podcast probably i probably would have taken like acting one yeah i know i would have been like in um i would have just taken whatever film class i hadn't taken yet um it probably would have been about like russian film in the 19th i know i wanted to take jennifer taylor's uh, world war ii germany film class maybe i would have taken oh, that yeah that probably would have been cool see my problem with being a film and media studies major is that for four years i had to pretend that i really care that much about film when what i care about is actually um the idea of television production i know and like entertainment as a as a concept and as an industry more so than like actual movies like i'm not smart like i'm really not i've I think I had the possibility to be smart. I was smart in high school, and then I lost it. I let every essence of my intelligence go, and now I'm, like, actively stupid. And I hated pretending to care about movies that um, were, like, stylistically or, like, remarkable for whatever reason. Like, I just didn't like pretending, and I'm glad to be beyond that, um part of my life now (laughs) listener sophie is very smart but i will say the one class that we did have together and all of college that wasn't this independent study we were both really dumb in um i'm talking about the darwin class really dumb in that class i know but that was also when i was going absolutely the fuck through it that was my business semester um and that was horrible because what had happened was i had taken me and lauren had signed up for this darwinism film class and i had taken that as my one fun class the entire (laughs) the entire semester and it ended up being like so much work and it was so hard um I don't even think everyone in the class thought it was hard but we thought it was hard it involved like real reading and like knowledge like, that I just personally did not possess it was like sciencey it was like very sciencey and super philosophical in a way that yeah. I was not prepared to engage no. with whatsoever and then film was kind of in the background <laughs> I think that philosophy is so stupid. Like, I literally think it's so stupid. 
why bother trying to understand anything? Literally, why bother? The world, like, straight up is ending. Like, it literally is ending, and people are still like, what's personal motivations for, like, XYZ? It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that we're, like, ruining the earth, and (laughs) who cares about why? (laughs) Go off, (laughs) fatty. I know. I should have said this to JT when she uh, gave me a B. (laughs) I mean, I deserved a B because I literally like didn't hand in assignments. But no, you did. I deserved less than a B. No, I. No, you just. I did a really bad job. You deserved at least an A. You were going through it. She saw. No, I didn't. It was I, funny that you she didn't. Gave me, no, she gave me like a good grade. Like she was very generous to me. I was going through it. I cried in that class, and I'm not a crier. Like it's actually like there's probably been like five times in history that I've cried. The first was when I was born. The second was <laughs> when I had to cut off all my hair at sleepaway camp. Um, and the third and final, I guess, so three times was when I was in this class and crying about being a business major. No, truly. The other day, Sophie sent a voice memo to me and our friends group chat and you sounded emotional. I'm like, I haven't heard Sophie sound this emotional since Darwin class. I know. I was so frazzled. That was because I had, um, I sent it to them after I had been working. I was scheduled from 7am until 3pm, an eight hour day for those keeping track at the Hilton after I had just worked the night before until like 7 p.m. I was so and I had that this was my eighth day in a row of work I had not had a day off for eight days and um I was doing nothing I was just standing there for my entire shift and then the last hour they started to give me things to do and then he at my boss asked me to stay an extra hour and I almost started crying like I literally had never been so close to tears and I was just exhausted I had gotten like three hours of sleep the night before and I had like friends coming over that night and I knew I had stuff to do and I was just like so stressed out um I ended up going home and taking a 30 minute power nap and it was a total reset and then that was the same day that I made my viral TikTok so it all worked out for the best it did end up being a Um, huge day but I was actually very worried about you (laughs) I know I could tell because then you texted me privately and you were like (laughs) Sophie, like I want to help more. With this. <laughs> I'm worried about you, um, and I am. I know, I'm ready but I to could get. Tell it was because I had cons- I had raised red flags in my behavior. <laughs> no, but also I've been thinking that for a while. I'm ready to get down and dirty in technology, listener. So yeah. soon I will be editing these. Hopefully they will turn out okay. Lauren does a great job of contributing to this podcast. It's an equal effort, um, but I am the only one who knows how to do most of the um, technological I stuff. I would, I would love for you to learn. I think that would be fun. Um, It'd be a good skill okay. to have. It'd be a hard skill, and I'm a person with only soft skill. skills, so that would be really big for me. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I only learned how to edit podcasts for this podcast. Actually, that's not true. I did it for my job podcast, but I did it like within the month before we started recording, so it's definitely doable. Um, you could probably do it on GarageBand. I just don't... I do... I use Logic, which is, like, not worth it because I'm not doing anything special. I literally am just, like, cutting it up and then, like, putting it back together, um, which isn't a good description. Whatever. Someday I'll show you. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be so great. Okay. Is there any other... There definitely is more... There's, like, a million more things that One Direction has affected that we've just simply glossed over. I'm trying to think of... um. We could really important. I know, ones, and we could always come back and as a part two of it's a one D full life. We could easily. I mean, all of July could be it's a one D full life. What else? Like we are on no schedule. We literally are creating this. Maybe we should just do another episode of this. Next I week. mean, that could be fun. We could come up with <laughs> ideas. Talking about it. Yeah. Okay. I say let's lock it in. Let's do another it's a one D full life episode part two next week. Can't wait, and you'll lead it. <laughs> Okay, yeah, great. I'll, I'll, like, try to look up some stuff before to, like, find out other important things. Me too. There might be, like, um, a huge thing we're completely missing, which is likely to be the case. Is. Oh, yeah, because we've only talked about, like, two things, <laughs> and they were both, like, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. And Ed Sheeran. Um, and Ed Sheeran, you're right, you're right. I don't even, that wasn't even, oh, no, I guess that was Butterfly Effect related. Um, I'm trying to think before we go if there's anything else important to cover today. You know what? I, I kind of do want to pitch a One Direction question this episode because sure. I feel like we've um, off with that. just been all over yeah. the place and we haven't been One Direction-y enough, so I want to um, reintroduce that to the conversation. Um, okay. If one member of One Direction just had never existed, we're going to – this is mm-hmm. related – one member of One Direction never existed, but One Direction was still a band. Which member could have been missing 
while allowing for One Direction to still be the entity that it became. Like, who is the most... It almost seems too easy. I I feel like you're setting it up. (laughs) No, I don't think I am. Like, what do you... Because I think that there's different dynamics for each of them missing. Like, and I almost want to, like... I'm not I'm not trying to set it up to be anyone because I think that it couldn't have been Harry. That's the only one that is really like And I argue I don't know, I think that Larry was such a integral part of like One Direction and the mm-hmm. fan culture at the time that it couldn't have been Louis either. I almost and this is like a weird pitch, but I think that there's a world where Zayn could have not been a member of One Direction and One Direction in fact would have been more successful because I, I think they wouldn't have broken up. I mean, we did get a like Zayn had already been an established part of the band when he left, and so maybe that's why it felt so off yeah. when he did. But I don't know. I think that he brought a lot to the band in terms of like dynamic appearance and vocal performance. Vocal performance is the biggest. I know place it where I is. Think that it would have failed, but I think that just by way of being like kind of a quiet presence, he would have had, um, like they could have stepped in up and like filled that role without him. But I argue that with. every boy band does need a brooding bad boyish bad type. Boy. Interesting. Well, do you think that One Direction invented that? I mean, no. I don't know that nope. much about like Insync or anything. Okay, no. I might I take it back? That's always been a caricature, like an archetype okay. within the the boy band um, culture. And I honestly, I think you could go either way with Niall or Liam. Honestly, there might be a universe where we could argue Niall is the most expendable. Maybe. But he wanted it. He wanted it the most, the which is the saddest of it all in terms of answers. But I think that... But do you think... Because I think that Sorry. his, like, the, the role he took within the space of the band was a similar role to what Harry was taking up. They were both the cheeky, fun ones. Only Niall was a little bit more, like, carefree and, like, boyish. I think that Niall was the glue. Like, would they have, like, would, like, Louis, Liam, Harry, and Zayn have really, like, liked each other without Niall? I think there's an argument. Like, I almost feel like that dynamic wouldn't have worked as well. In my research of Liam, it seemed to be that Liam, at least for the beginning of the band, was the glue because he would take on a lot of the responsibilities that the other boys were not quite, um, willing to step up for. I just see Niall's, like enthusiasm about boy bands conceptually being so important to their success and their continued uh, trajectory because I just feel like he was so excited about it that I wonder if they could have lasted without him. I wonder. Look, I take no pleasure in saying that I think that Niall could be the most expendable in this universe, but I think that if we're looking at, like, I don't know, I just think that maybe I'm biased because of my Liam research, because I was totally going to go Liam at first, but I think that, especially Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the band, I think he was a grounding presence. Um, And he did start every song. He definitely was, at the beginning, one of the most vocally strong, Um, and I think that they really leaned on him and Zayn. So I don't know if One Direction could have, like, I don't know if they could have survived those first two albums without having Liam there. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Liam was, yeah, he was important vocally. I think that's his biggest reason. Yeah, Niall, maybe it is Niall, but Louis was also not vocally relevant. But I think he did a lot for the dynamic, and again, I don't think that, like, I think the the impact, the the importance it seems that Larry Stylinson had in that fandom is almost worth it enough for me. I think that Niall, I, maybe I'm just, yeah, maybe it is just me setting this up to be, like, Louie, but, like, I, I guess I just think that Niall was so boy, pro-boy band that I really think that he contributed to the longevity of it. Like, I just feel like his energy, like, his wanting to be there, because especially when Larry started and, like, Harry and Louie had, like, tensions in their relationship as a result of that, like, I just don't know, with, like, Liam being, like, Liam and like Zayn not wanting to be there at all I just wonder if they would have made it through that whereas like I think I think maybe without Louie it would have been more streamlined but then we still would have lost Zayn and then Louie I mean Liam, Harry and Niall couldn't have been through a trio alone <laughs> bad band yeah that wouldn't have worked um, at all <laughs> that's the thing if there were four of them they couldn't lose Zayn like they wouldn't be able to so I almost think that that's, like, an argument towards getting rid of Zane in the beginning. 
Ugh, it's so hard. I think that Zane would have been happier. <laughs> without him. Without One Direction. <laughs> oh, without One Direction, period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that Zane would have right. been happier. But I think that One Direction would not have been able to survive their first album or so without having a Zane. Um, yeah. So it's hard to say. I guess what we know of this is that Harry Styles is integral. <laughs> Harry Styles is integral. He's the only one I won't even consider. No, you really can't. And that goes... You can't. That feels big. Yeah. I think they would have... They could have, like, made an album. It just wouldn't have been successful. Yeah. They would have fallen off immediately. He, so then that makes Harry the glue. Um... Yeah, Harry, yeah, Harry is the glue. I don't even think he's the glue. I think he's, like, I don't think he's the glue in terms of keeping One Direction together. I think he's the glue in terms of, like, bet- the glue between the audience and One Direction. Yeah. And just to be people interested. Fair enough. Um, okay. And paying attention. So, countdown okay. to three, final answer. Three, two, one. Louis. Niall. Why'd you say it after me? <laughs> because I knew we were going to say different answers. You it down. <laughs> you said it as if we were going to say it at the same time. <laughs> I knew we were going to be different. I didn't want the audio to sound weird. They were different. <laughs> they were different. I, I, I just think maybe I'm just a Nile girl at heart. But I also think that there's an argument to be made for Zane. But it's just harder. They wouldn't have been as important. But I think that their band would have stayed together for longer. Maybe. I'm a Nile girl mm-hmm. too, through and through. But uh, I don't know. I feel like he would have maybe had a fine solo career if he wanted to pursue music. I love, um, mm. what is it, Little Town? S- yeah. Slow Hands? Right? Slow Hands. Slow Hands is so good. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, I suppose that's the end of our episode. Yeah. We'll see you for part two next week, listener. Next week. Next week, baby. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.